welcome to occasion. Kevin Christie, son of a bitch. I knew it because of the way I said how quickly I said welcome. I was like, welcome. I'm like, it's going to happen. <laughs> and then you just say, I'm going to say. Well, I'm Nick Youssef, <laughs> and this is occasionally awesome. Doesn't we did it backwards. Anymore. Uh, <laughs> it'd be funny. This is like someone's first time listening to this. I'll right. check out this occasionally awesome. And then I go, what kind of like, whoa, this is weird. Yeah, this, bad this, start. These guys, I don't know if their chemistry is very like. I read one of their reviews. It was okay, but really yeah. odd. They don't seem to be able to, yeah. to talk at different times. It's competitive. And that was in the first second. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, you got it pretty quick there. I didn't even get past well. Yeah. Okay. Um, so this is episode 100 and something something. Yep. Uh, 133 or 4. Uh, it's pretty good, man. I think we're on Google Play Music now. Oh, yeah. If not now now, but very soon. Uh, so if you use that, um, look us up and you can listen to us on there now. I think that's a service a lot of people use. So if you have that Google Play thing, which I think comes on Android phones, um, you don't have to take any extra steps if you were doing that before. You can just listen to our podcast on there, uh, including this one, episode 134. Real quick, uh, if you live in North Carolina, Wilmington, North Carolina, uh, I'm going to be headlining the Dead Crow Comedy Club 29th and 30th of this month, January. Come to those shows. Um, it's a cool club, I've heard. A lot of funny comics have, uh, have been playing there and stuff, and I've heard good things. Uh, so come out to those. February 2nd through 5th or 6th, Las Vegas, Nevada. Harris, uh, Improv at Harris, sorry. Um, I'll be there all week. Come to those. And then February 18th. Sorry, I didn't this up. Um, February 18th through the 21st, I think, or the 20th. Uh, Chicago Improv. Uh, it'll be cool to be back in Chicago. It's technically in Schaumburg. They call it the Chicago Improv. It's like 20-30 minutes outside of the city, but um, I'll be there playing that. Hopefully I can find some time to get into town and eat some delicious food and do cool shit. Uh, so that's that stuff that's coming up. And then more to be announced. Uh, NickYousef.com Gigs for all of that. Fun stuff. Um, I think that's it right now, man. Shirts are coming soon still. Yep. Um, those will be announced, obviously, when the day they're on sale for pre-order. Right. Um, and that's it. Oh, I still have pins if you want to buy those. Um, those are also on the website. And, um, oh, so I'm in the mixing process of my album right now. We're, we're getting... Chica, chica, chica. Yeah, we're getting like that, that done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just adding some sick beats. Now, if you, uh, if you put one... DJ scratching noise just at the end for no reason. I think it'd be good. That would be pretty fun. Applause and... (laughs) (laughs) Or just a guitar solo sound. Yeah, how like the subtle ones DJ Shadow has where you just barely hear him on like the fifth or sixth listen. You go, oh. Yeah. Um, My album is produced by DJ Shadow. I didn't mention that. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't that be so great? Yeah, I've already lost hundreds of thousands (laughs) of dollars I don't even have. So he now owns one of my kidneys. And right. uh, wouldn't that be so funny to be like DJ Shadow produced? I don't even hear any of it. <laughs> yeah, he just kind of like took it and just kind of like bumped up a little <laughs> some audio levels, and that was pretty yeah. much it. But he does command a lot of money for that. Yeah, there's one clip of an, an old dance instruction video. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In between tracks, that was that would be so hilarious. Over to the left. 
Yeah. If you were just friends with him and you were like, dude, just for fun, can I just say that you produced this album? Yeah. Just put your... And he would be like, yeah, that'd be funny. Yeah, go ahead. And then people are like, hey, I saw that your album... Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. When I make my book, I was uh, um, considering just putting the forward by and just putting a name that's fake. Yeah. Steve Jobs. Yeah, Steve Jobs. Like, How or... long ago did you start this? Also, you know Steve Jobs? Yeah, Sir William Shakespeare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be great. Um, so, yeah, that's happening now. I'm expecting that to probably come out in March or something like that. we got to coordinate the digital dates and the, whenever vinyl can be produced because there's such a backlog now for vinyl production because oh. everyone's putting... Or yeah. re-releasing music on vinyl, and there's only so many pressing plants. So, because last time it took three or four months before it, they could yeah. do it. So this one might be the same. So we're gonna figure out all that, and I'll announce that here and on my website and Twitter and all that stuff. So that's coming, and it sounds good. Uh, okay. So this is a nostalgia episode. Yeah. Cue time warp sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we go back in time to when yeah. we were kids. Yeah. Um, I mean, I watched a shit ton of cartoons. Oh, yeah. When I was a kid. I remember watching them before school. Like, you'd get up, and while you'd be eating cereal or something, you'd watch cartoons. I never did that. A, for, well, two reasons. One, we weren't really allowed to watch that much TV. Oh. Yeah. It was like, you couldn't just be, like, staring at the television all the time. And I would... I developed this formula to like how how late could I sleep in yeah. before I was late to first period. So right. I would like get up and maybe I rarely ate breakfast. So I'd get up, take a shower, get dressed and get to school with like usually 60 to 90 seconds to spare before <laughs> I was late. And then after a while, I'm just like, fuck it. I'll just be late. Yeah. And then I think I got. I think I had to drop one of my first period classes just because I was so late all the time. I loved being late. It was the best. It was great. Because then you could stroll in and like make some kind of joke or do some kind of thing. You just looked cooler. Yeah. Especially if you just didn't care. Like, you're late for the third time this week. You're like, yeah, well, felt good to sleep. Yeah, just like there was the classes I knew I was failing. Like, yeah. like uh, Mr. Christie, you're late. Be like, I'm also getting an F. So, yeah, you give me an F minus over here. I'm f- I'm taking this in summer school for sure. Yeah. I remember when before I got kicked out of high school, when I had to go to continuation school. I was late so much that they were like, well, you're going to we're just going to we're going to have to drop you from this class. It was uh, Spanish. <laughs> and I was like, OK, well, then then what do I do? Do I just take another one? They're like, no, all the electives are full. So you just get to come to school at nine. Instead of eight, I was like, "Wait, I see nothing wrong. Yeah, There's you're no not penalty at all." Explaining this right? Yeah, I was like, "I didn't like that class anyway. Yeah. Now I don't have to take it, and I get to come to school an hour later." Like, yeah, yeah I was like, "That's a victory for me." Do you yeah. understand that? Yeah. And they're like, "Yes, but you're gonna have to make this." Up. I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. I don't care about later. Yeah, I'm a teenager. <laughs> I live in the now. <laughs> like, only this moment matters. Yeah, the future. What the fuck? That's like, I'll be dead by next year, probably." <laughs> I had Spanish after lunch, so I was late for it a lot. Oh yeah, but I drew something for the teacher once, so she let me off the hook. Oh, nice. Yeah. Wow. She was cooler to me than. What did you draw for? Where she was like, "You're good." I think I did a. I did a portrait. Of her kid. She had like a toddler. 
and she's caught she saw me drawing something and she's That'll like oh. do it and she did like a she had i drew like a portrait of her little kid so after that did you go to other teachers like you have any kids that need <laughs> no. uh, drawings of because i'd really yeah. love to not be in fifth period either <laughs> the drawing wasn't that good but to her it probably was i guess i don't know um that's yeah funny yeah, so I watch, and having divorced parents, uh, the benefit of that is you get to watch whatever you want all the time. Yeah, you get... Uh, it feels so guilty to let you get away with murder. Yeah, they're buying your love with um, extra yeah. TV hours. Soda all of, a sudden sh- all of a sudden shows up in your house, Yeah, and there's just no one there. Because now, but you know, both my parents worked, so, and they no one was in my house till 5 p.m., so oh, you so could, three to five. That's a that was like prime time cartoon great. hours. Cartoons, Three's Company, whatever was on TV. No God, one was saying shit to me. I really miss those days when you just went home and just you're like from three to five. I'm just fucking on the couch, yeah, watching my favorite afternoon cartoons, mm-hmm. and then maybe homework. Yeah, I never did homework ever. Those were the best. I had my favorite like chair that I would sit on. Oh, that my brother. Once he realized I liked sitting it because he's my younger brother and we were two years apart. So it was like either he'd be copying me all the time or just trying to get me annoyed. So when I'd always be sitting in that chair that he never would sit in, that became the chair he wanted to sit in. Right. And then we would fight over that. And then I was like, fine. And then I went and sat on the couch and then I was like, this couch is actually more comfortable anyway. Put my feet up on the table. I could sink in a little more. Yeah. And then what happened a few weeks later? Couch. He was sitting on the couch. You should have killed him. <laughs> I, I think I tried a few <laughs> times. Probably tried at least a few uh, times. Yeah, there were definitely shrieks of horror that my mom would run into and be like, one <laughs> of you is dead. Okay, you're not. But it really sounded like, like one of you was it's dead. It's so interesting when you have a brother, the things you won't think are extreme. Like, you'll just take a fucking hammer out and like be chasing yeah. them like with full intention of hitting them in the head with a hammer. Yeah, or you'll just be sitting there watching TV in perfect silence like you're not arguing or fighting. And then at one point you just go... Oh, I know what I need to do now. And then you just turn and go, boom, and yeah, hit him in the arm as hard as you can. Punch them as hard as you can. I remember once we were sitting there not fighting, and we were like, hey, let's pretend we're fighting so mom will like, freak out. Right. And then I hit like a like a pillow or one of the cushions on the chair or something like near the, near the backing so it would sound like a thud. Yeah. So it would be like fabric hitting near the wood so it sounded like you were like hitting someone in the back or or whatever, I was like, I'm going to hit that really hard. And then you'd go, ow, what the hell? And then he did it. And my mom was like, stop fighting in there. And I was like, let's do it again. And he did it again. He's like, it's not working. She's not going to come in here. I was like, come on, don't be a pussy. And then we got into an argument about (laughs) how he didn't want to do it anymore. And then we got into an actual fight. And then I actually hit him. And then he went and ran and told him. Yeah. Um, So even that didn't work. It's amazing the amount of physical... And th- consider this. If someone as an adult was like in your house and like just physically punching your couch, you'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, what's that guy doing? That couch cost me $1,000. Right. Like that's that's what being a parent is, is having two people try to destroy your possessions every day. Oh, every day. For no reason. Just yeah. like, oh, you bought me a bed? Cool. I'm going to jump on it till it sags or breaks or yeah. I ruin the mattress. I'm just trying to waste your money. Yeah, I would get yelled at for like dropping down onto the couch instead of sitting. Why can't you just sit on the couch? I'm yeah, like, I don't know. Where, slamming a door? Where is it out? It, it makes takes the door more, crooked. It takes more muscles to like slowly sit as opposed to just like letting my body go. I'm like, I had a long day of not going to every class. Yeah. So leave me little, alone. <laughs> I, I, I was 
I can't even. I don't remember how much of an asshole I was, but I know I was a real one, like a just a real yeah. piece of shit. What did you and your brother fight? Constantly. How much older are you? Two, or him? He's two years older than me. Oh yeah, that's the perfect age. We to would always we be fist fought every day. Yeah, in the face punching or no? Rarely face punching. Yeah, we always had an unspoken rule where you. Don't yeah, because if face. you split somebody's lip, it, it was like. Then it was real. If you got blood on something, then it was real trouble. Yeah. So it was a lot of like just tons of body blows. And Jeff has kind of a high pain threshold. Yeah. I could never make him cry. Really? I hit him with like a bat. I'd hit him with a tennis <laughs> racket in like the side. <laughs> Fucking just destroy his legs like as hard as I could. Mm-hmm. And he just. And I thought he had a high. And then a doctor confirmed it later in his life because <laughs> he had like an abscess or something. And the doctor was like, didn't this hurt? And he was like, I don't know. He was like, it, this is the kind of thing people come in screaming about. Wow. But I would just fucking, it, I couldn't, I couldn't get him to like say uncle. Like I'd, br- I'd try to like break his arm or whatever. Yeah. It was infuriating. Jeez. Yeah. But yeah, we fought all the time. Um, I'm going to go in chronological order as far as like think, me- like remembering the first cartoon that I got uh, into. Okay. And it was Scooby-Doo. Oh yeah. I loved Scooby-Doo. I be, mainly because uh, I liked the way Shaggy walked. Right. Yeah. I thought that was really funny, and I liked the dog. I liked that the dog was like. I liked the Scooby Doo was scared all the time. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know if that was rare at the time, or I was just like that was different. But the thing I really loved um, were the the they were like a Scooby Doo. The there were these special like edition ones. Right. That had. Uh, there's Scooby-Doo, Where Are You, which is the original one. And then there was called the new Scooby-Doo movies that started in 1972. Because I realized I I'm, I'm watching all the reruns. They appeared as like normal episodes. But yeah, we d- didn't know what a rerun was when we were seven. Well, And all these cartoons were on out of order. So you never knew what you were going to get. Right. So I would always sit down knowing I was going to watch Scooby-Doo, hoping it was one of these special ones. And they were called Scooby-Doo movies, but they had celebrity guests in them. Mm-hmm. So like... The Harlem Globetrotters were in one. Right. Josie and the Pussycats, Speed Buggy. The right. one I always sat down hoping to see every day was the Batman and Robin one, because that was like, oh my god, there are superheroes on this episode. It was so, yeah. pr- but also, and there was there was one with Phyllis Diller and what? Cass Elliot from Moms. Like Don Knotts was in one. That's weird. Or the Three Stooges was in one. Like it was fucking great. I never really liked Scooby-Doo. I watched it sometimes, but <clears throat> I never liked it because every character was annoying. Like, the way they sounded. That's true. They were all very annoying. And the formula, I figured out very quickly. I was like, this is going to happen. They're gonna, it's going to be the person you didn't think it was. And then he would say something about you meddling kids. I, I've never been a person that, like, sees an ending coming. I don't know uh-huh. what it is. I just watch everything at face. I don't know if I just don't even... I don't even try I just watch it and watch it, watch like, oh, it's over. Like, so I don't, I've yeah. never, the formula never, now I notice it more. Like if I watch like a, yeah. you know, a crime story, I'm like, oh, it's going to be that dude. But yeah, I sat every day hoping to see like a dope uh, celebrity guest. And I also, it was one of the first things I ever noticed, like the drawing of things looking spooky. Right. Because, you know, they're always going to a spooky house with like sweet looking spider webs and like a creaky door. Right. And so like early on, that's how I was like, oh, 
like old doors have more lines in them and they have cracks and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And and I just like I liked, and I also very young figured out that Casey Kasem was the one of the voices. He was the voice of Shaggy. Oh yeah, yeah. And so I was really proud of myself that I figured that out. That's funny. And so that was like the early favorite. But I always just yeah, the Phyllis Diller one was so good. The Batman and Robin one wasn't even really that good, but it was just so weird to me to see Batman and Robin. Yeah, and you hadn't seen it, so you're like, I need to see this. And it only popped up like once or twice a year, those episodes. It's weird how certain episodes of cartoons, they just wouldn't air a lot. They would always air the same like nine or ten. Yeah. And then there was always one or two where you're like, why not this one as well? Well, they, these were an hour long. So they must have been, I must have been seeing them at like a special time on like a day or whatever. Yeah. And there's probably license. They're more expensive. You got to pay Don Knotts residuals for his voice or the Three Stooges or the, you know, whoever, the Adams family. Right. They're pricier. You make less revenue. I think the first cartoon I ever remember watching was the Flintstones. Uh, Great. I think that was the early. Yeah. What was cool about that one was it was like. It was in its own world, and yeah. they had their own rules, and it was like... I mean, it took place in the fucking Stone Age, you yeah. know what I mean? So, like, all the animals that had multi-uses, you know, like the pelican mailbox, uh. like, that kind of stuff was so, like, clever and funny, and, it, like, most cartoons, like, uh, <clears throat> like uh, Scooby-Doo and that kind of stuff, it was modern-day things, and they had, you yeah. know, talking animals and that kind of stuff, but... The Flintstones were great because you just, when you're a kid, you don't ever really figure it out because it doesn't take place in the now. Yeah. Um, but the conversations and like and and the things are pretty normal. You know, they're like families with their family problems and that kind of stuff. Isn't it just the honeymooner? It's the honeymooners in prehistoric. As yeah, times, as a yeah. cartoon, yeah. Because it was always, you know, what's interesting about loving it as a kid. He's always just complaining about work. Yeah. So he's like work problems. Right. He's going to get fired. He's down at the quarry. But yeah. yeah, all that shit, all the stuff they made the dinosaurs do. Yeah. It was, was great. Sweet. It was so funny. When you think about it, that was really creative shit. Yeah. Also, that was show was uh, where I developed my first crush, I believe. Okay. Betty Rubble. Betty Rubble. So yeah. cute. Dude. Great haircut. So cute. Great body. And that's, I think, when I realized I liked uh, brunettes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Not even a human. It was my first crush. Also, they had celebrity guests. Stoney Curtis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they had all kinds the of... puns. It's well, like... I always remember Stoney Curtis because there was a reality show on Bravo about yeah. a hairstylist, Jonathan Anton. He looks exactly like the Flintstones version of Tony Curtis. Uh-huh. Same like square jaw. It's uncanny to me. Right. <laughs> and so I always remember Stony Curtis. Yeah. Who were the voices on the Flintstones? There'll be just a bunch of names you don't recognize. Well, it was probably like the big guys in, in cartoons at the time, I imagine. Yeah. God, the Flintstone was fucking good. That was one of the best shows ever. I just remember whenever they would like go over, whenever like Barney would go over to their house. Yeah. Because you know how the window was just that hole in the rock? <laughs> right. I would always be like, why is he just like yelling the window? Like, why is he knocking? Yeah. But I, that's how I, I used to draw. Like, I, that was one of the early way, ways I learned how to draw feet. Because oh, really? everyone's, you know, you know, Fred and Barney's feet were always just like huge and out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas like no Betty and wore Wilma shoes. wore shoes. Right, yeah. 
But their feet were always just these massive. The, the Flintstones that's were how easy. They started the cars. Yeah, the Flintstones <laughs> were easy to draw because their torsos and most of their legs were just a rectangle because they yeah. wore those shirts that were just jagged at the bottom. Wait, I don't remember. Did they just start the car like that and it would go, or were they constantly? Yeah. No, they would start. The, it would be like, and then it would. And take it would off. just start going. Yeah, okay, and it yeah. made that great sound. Yeah. That was hilarious. I just remember I would look at their car and be like, God, those those wheels must be so heavy. It's just so funny how they decided, like, they're like, this takes place in the Stone Age, but we're still going to have cars. Mm -hmm. They're just going to be operated by foot or whatever, and then then they'll roll. But, like, you wonder that decision where, like, should we just have them be walking everywhere? (laughs) Like, how do we do? Or just cut to they're at work? Or should we just find a way to introduce a car? Yeah. And have him use it. And you're like, yeah, why not? It's your own world. Yeah. You do whatever you want. And he just moved rocks with a dinosaur all day. Yeah. I don't even remember. Was he always worried about getting fired? He always had problems with the boss. I remember that. Yeah. Mel Blank did a few of the voices. He's like, of course. Yeah. Did he? Yeah. Mel Blank was like, you know, the savant. Yeah. He was like the king. I mean, and then you have the inverse of the Flintstones, which was the Jetsons. Yeah, the Jetsons was good too. Jetsons was great. Yeah, my I still remember. I tried to use it in a bit once. The the noise the cars made. Yeah, like to, as an example of like how that would sound. Yeah, yeah. That's always a like you just jump to that reference where you go like yeah the cars in the future would drive by and go. Yeah. that's from the Jetsons. You don't even realize you're doing Which, it. That's louder than a Prius. Yeah, it would be great if that's how they made the pre- people were suggesting that. Like, because they needed to give hybrid cars a noise. Yeah. Because they were too quiet and people were, you know. I still think they're too quiet. They catch me by surprise. Yeah. But people were like, make them sound like the Jetsons cars and how awesome would that be? It would have been pretty dope. Um, My next cartoon that I watched a lot of was G.I. Joe. <coughs> okay. I watched shit tons of G.I. Joe. In reading the Wikipedia page, it started uh, in 1985... They made had ninety five episodes. I was three. I, yeah. yeah, that's probably why I didn't watch too much of it because I think it was like right after I watched a little bit of it. But. It's basically like ISIS and it's, it's like military. Yeah, yeah. I I mean the reason I loved it was just super sweet like vehicles. Yeah, and like guns and shit. No one ever died or got shot, really. Right. They shot lasers, not bullets. Mm-hmm. And every time G.I. Joe would, like, shoot down a, one of Cobra's planes, there was a parachute every single time. Right. But they... And, and of course, you could buy... you could After every episode, you could theoretically buy the toys. Right. And the toys were fucking sweet because they yeah, had joints. That. The action figures had joints. Right. So the knees would bend, the arms would bend. There was, like, these ones that changed faces, these weird twins. But what I realized in reading this was the special episodes, because apparently it came out in, like, 85. They made, you know, almost 100 episodes. Then there was a movie, and then the show got canceled for some reason. I wonder why. But then, like, like, and then in 1989, it came back. But it through a series of, uh, like... Movie, a, a miniseries called Operation Dragonfire, and that's one of the things I remember uh-huh. was there were the it was like a <coughs> it was like this crazy good miniseries where G.I. Joe and Cobra are both like trying to find 
it was like Harry Potter where they're trying to find Horcruxes. Uh-huh. They're trying to find this like element that's called dragon fire, and some of it's at like the bottom of the ocean. Some of it's like in a volcano, right. and like if you can get it, it's like this crazy energy source. And those ones were super interesting, and like the story, and like I think someone died in one of them. It was awesome. I don't remember that at all, dude. It was on GI Joe. I remember being on in the morning. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, in the eight, I, it's like it took me until probably like the late eighties or nineteen ninety to be to watch cartoons and remember them. Because I was born in eighty two, so right. like eighty five, six, seven, eight. I was like, you in know, eighty five. I'm eight. Yeah, I'm three. And in eighty nine, I'm like, I don't even know. I was like ten or eleven or twelve, something like that. Yeah, a lot of those eighties morning cartoons just like never even saw them. Yeah, but again, Cobra Commander, yeah. sweet. I think Cobra Commander might have been voiced by Casey Kasem also. Oh, <coughs> really? Well, I I just remember noticing that Cobra Commander had the same voice as Starscream from the um, Transformers. And that, like, blew my mind. I'm not sure. If, I don't know if it's Casey Kasem or not. Huh. But a bit, you know, th- a big tie-in was that I had the toys. Right. So the toys were just, like, they were so sweet. I never got it because it was too expensive. But you could buy, like, an aircraft carrier. Really? They had the G.I. Joe aircraft carrier, which was not to scale <coughs> to the size of the jets. Like, they had the jet, so the action figure would fit in the jet. So the jet was, like, I don't know, a foot long, maybe a little longer. But the, the aircraft carrier was only, like, two feet long, three feet long, so that you could only fit, like, a jet on it. Right. <laughs> which doesn't make sense. But the aircraft carrier was really, really sweet. But I think it was a hundred bucks. Jesus Christ! In the eighties, that's like a million dollars for a child. Yeah, I mean, I was looking at toys for my nephew at his birthday, and I asked my stepsister what he likes, and she was like, "He really wants this Ninja Turtle house. It was one hundred and forty bucks." Yeah, get the fuck out of here! I was like, "Yeah, he's that's, not. I don't. Know, we don't know insane. each other well enough." Yeah, I didn't win the Powerball, lady. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think one we could say that we watched all throughout was just Looney Tunes. Yeah, those were just on. Those were just always on. Yeah, yeah Looney Tunes were on every day in some capacity. Yeah. I was actually thinking about Tom and Jerry. Remember the weird version of Tom and Jerry where at the beginning credits, they would like come out of like containers? I don't think so. There was two two Tom and Jerry's. There was one really weird one that looked different and the voices were different. And it was it was a lot about they lived next door to this weird guy that was always barbecuing in his backyard and grumbling. I don't even remember that. Yeah, yeah. Tom and Jerry is one of the original like. Some of those were so funny. Yeah, the one where where uh, Jerry's like cousin comes to town and he's like French and has right, a sword right, right, right. and he keeps plucking the cat's whiskers. <laughs> yeah, and he keeps going on guard, pussycat. No two people hated each other more. <laughs> They truly hated each other. Yeah, that was a pretty good one. But that just got like, you know, everyone was kind of the same and you just get used to it. Um, But yeah, Looney Tunes were great. Bugs Bunny was so great. Oh, dude. I mean, they they I mean, obviously they started it all. Yeah. I mean, as far as like cartoons being actually funny. Yeah. Looney Tunes is where it's at. Elmer Fudd's hilarious. Bugs Bunny's hilarious. Dave Chappelle cites Bugs Bunny as one of his main influences. Yeah, I, you can, I mean, you can really see that kind of stuff. Dude, the Wiley e. Coyote? Because actual TV shows and other cartoons took, you know, influence from yeah. 
from that too. So if you grew Marvin up, the Martian episodes were so good. He was my favorite cartoon character for so long. Drew him constantly. He was so funny. Yeah. Weird I always voice. used to get mad when I would go to Magic Mountain. And I'm like, there's not enough Mar- Marvin the Martian yeah, true. representation here. True. Absolutely right. Because like, he was like weird. Wasn't. Yeah. And he, he was, was like, like short and the hat, like the helmet covered his face. He was basically Martin Short and, or not Martin, uh, Rick Moranis and Spaceballs. Right, right, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, that one kind of went through, I think, everyone's childhood. But Yeah, those were just omnipresent. Yeah. Um, I watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles a fair amount. I think I was almost done watching cartoons when that was on. Mm-hmm. I loved the first live action movie. Yeah, I thought it was all right. I was so used to it being a cartoon that I was yeah. like, how is this going to look in real life? But the characters just looked weird to me. Yeah. They looked, they, yeah, I just, I couldn't make the transition from like, these are cartoon characters always eating pizza um, into like real, real life people. Um, but that was a good one. They turned it into a pretty good video game too. I used to play that That a video lot. game was, like video game wasn't easy. Yeah, it wasn't. That was a good video game. It was easy when you because it was one of those four person ones. Yeah, it was easier when four people were playing. But if it was just you, yeah, it's like you're fucked by level two. Like yeah. there's just a million guys coming at you. I always wanted to have nunchucks. <coughs> Who's your favorite guy who had nunchucks? I think that was uh, Michelangelo. No, he had the sword, I believe. Donatello had the shaft, the yeah, big the, thing, the, the pole. Uh, Raphael, I think, had the nunchucks. I thought Raphael had the Psy swords. No, shit. I don't remember this now. I think I like... I thought Leonardo had the sword. Oh, I think you're right. Yeah. Oh, we got to look this up. (laughs) Yeah, this is... Um, Shit. But yeah, I wanted to be whoever had the nunchucks because I've always thoroughly enjoyed nunchucks. Yeah, I think Raphael, the orange... And in oh. the video game, I th- I found the nunchucks had a longer reach as far as... Which, there's no way that's true. Yeah, but, like, all. in my <laughs> head, I could fight better with the nunchucks. Yeah, Leon Donatello, the scientist, invention, <laughs> inventor, engineer, and technological genius. Yeah, he wore the purple mask and had a bow staff. Leonardo, uh, blue, and... Oh, he had the two katanas. Right. Oh, Michelangelo... Is the orange mask and nunchucks? Yeah. So, oh, I mixed the names with the colors. So, or I always remember them by color. Right. Like color had the orange had that, purple had that, and then Raphael, dark size. red mask. He had the psi. Yeah. Pair of psi. Yep. Psi is a terrible weapon. They're yeah. short. You got to throw them, but then they're gone. Right. Right. Like, didn't you throw them in the game? I think so. But you had like constant ones. They were like constantly regenerating. Yeah, they would just always come back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a good game. Wasn't, that was a good game. But yeah, the cartoon was cool. It was yeah, it was. Yeah, I didn't like those. That was a fr- I just the the um being obsessed with pizza was so smart. It was like Garfield and Lasagna. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um and again, I loved drawing um Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They were so easy to draw. Yeah, a bunch of circles. It was the best. Um <laughs> And then it was just like an excuse to draw the weapons. Yeah, Leonardo three f- fingers probably had the best. I mean, a giant two swords is pretty good. It's better than the other weapons. I think they're the best. And then nunchucks were the best right after that. The bow staff was bullshit. I could always get my grandfather to make me nunchucks. Uh huh. So I was always into nunchucks. 
Really? Well, because he would just cut like a... He had like a mountain of scrap wood in his house and a, like a wood shop. So he would just take like a like a like the leg of a table, uh-huh. cut it in half, and then attach chain in the middle. Right. I always had like quality nunchucks in my life wow. from a young age. I used to be decent at nunchucks because I always had them. Wow. Eventually I got like those foam ones, so I stopped hurting myself. But yeah, they were awesome. Yeah, Ninja Turtle weapons were were fun to play with. Yeah. Like, just even the foam ones. I had the game for s- Nintendo? There was a Nintendo game, too, that was not easy. Yeah, probably. I remember playing it. You know where it was? It was at Shakey's Pizza. Yeah. Or no, Round Table. Sorry. Round Table. Yeah. Round Table always had two or three video games, like any location you went to. Didn't they also have... There was that ninja. Was it called Ninja War? Where you'd throw ninja stars at the guys running across. Oh yeah, they had some kind of ninja one. That game was fucking great. Yeah, what was that called? I don't. It was something with an S, like Shogun or Shadow something. Shadow Warrior. Ninja Shadow Warrior. Something. That was one of the best videos. Because you could just throw ninja stars, man. Yeah, that was a really good game. Fuck, what was that called? I want to find that. I would. I would play that every day when I'd walk home from Rosemont. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a really good game. Yeah. It's funny. That that pizza place had, like, not the best pizza, obviously. No. But they only had three or four video games, and they were all, like, awesome. They had a sweet sweet medieval mural on the inside. I remember that. I think I only ate there with, like, a Little League team. Yeah, I think I ever ate there, like, twice. I don't remember it being... I remember we, we never went there because it was one of the more expensive pizza places. I just remember meeting like because uh, I would go there after school and I was late. Like I would really linger because I was too lazy to walk home and it was really far. Right. Like it took me like an, almost an hour to walk home from Rosemont from junior high. Oh wow! So like I would linger there forever, and that's when I started to meet like older kids that were kind of burnouts. Yeah. <laughs> like because like after a while, the like sixteen-year-old headbangers would show up to play video games. Yeah. And they weren't like they wouldn't bully me or whatever, but I was always like, Ugh, the bad kids are here. Yeah. And then I'd play a few games and then, like, wa- start the slow walk home. Right. They're like, we're just going to hang out here and play games and smoke cigarettes. Yeah. Loser. Like, oh, I don't smoke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That was a fun game. I mean, that was a fun, fun cartoon. My next cartoon I watched a ton of, my brother liked it a lot, was the Thundercats. Never. I don't think I've ever seen Thundercats. I fucking loved the Thundercats. Ridiculous premise. Right. Their planet gets like attacked. They escape. <laughs> they escape the Thundercat planet in the spaceship. But the like protagonist, Lion-O, is like a baby or like a small child in the thing. He And it takes so long to get to this new planet like Light Years that he arrives like a full-blown muscular cat man. Okay. <laughs> Humanoid. The, the most ridiculous thing about Thundercats is after like day three on the new planet... One of the characters named Tigra, who's like the professor, builds a lair shaped like the fucking Sphinx, complete with a... Now, he took apparently took the ship's computer, (laughs) but like they construct a like humongous carved into a mountain like headquarters to defend themselves with. Of course. In thinking about it, what I realized is Thundercats, I think, is basically Gilligan's Island, but... The Gilligan's stupidity uh-huh. is the v- villain Mumra, mm-hmm. <laughs> which was like Mumra was like this mummy villain 
that was like this weak mummy, but every once in a while yeah. he could like summon some powers and he became this really muscular gray dude. That sounds like also the name <clears throat> that they came up with last when Mumra. they were naming yeah. all the characters. <laughs> They're just like mum and then a fucking uh an old, you know. Well, no, he's Egyptian. He lives in a pyramid. Yeah. So, like, you know, the sun god Ra. Yeah, he's named after Ra. But and they just combine mummy. mummy and Ra. Yeah, and very like, lazy. Yeah, just, just get the last name out of the way and just call him Mumra. Yeah, one of the Thundercats is named Lion Dash O. Yeah, that is the laziest shit ever. Yeah. Lion O. But the characters <clears throat> were rad. Lion O was like this big, hunky, muscular lion character who was sort of super strong and brave, but sort of stupid and impetuous. So he constantly needed advice from Tigra, yeah. who was like the smart older dude who like knew his father. And he'd be right. like, oh, Lionel, your father would be so proud of you or whatever. I think what your father would say. Then dopest character, Panthro. Panthro yeah. was a gray panther who had a blue outfit that had kind of suspenders with yeah. spikes. Looking but that, also cool. he was a fucking ninja and he had nunchucks. Um, you know what's funny about this one too? There's, it's also another team of people where there's a scientist. Yeah, there's always a smart scientist person that's like getting it's the shit professor done. from Gilligan's Island. Yeah, Panthro was a ninja. <laughs> he was my favorite. He was also voiced by the grandfather from the Cosby Show, which I thought was cool. Interesting. Uh, then there was Chitara, who was hot as fuck. Uh, yeah, she's cute. <laughs> <laughs> she was super super fast. When you grow up watching cartoons, you don't even like after a while because you just they're so ingrained in your like in your mind and your psyche. You don't even think of them as not human. You just go, yeah, Betty Rebel's cute. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Chitara was like hyper fast. And there was like a thing where Lionel had to like pass all these tests Mm -hmm. to like gain to become like the leader of the Thundercats. And in one, he had to like beat Chitar in a race and use strategy. He'd had this like sweet sword, right? That he could <laughs> use to fight people with. That like it would, it would start small, but then he would summer, summon the power of uh, the Thundercats, and it would get big and then powerful. It's basically a metaphor for a dick, right? Um, there was Wily Cat and Wily Kit that were they were like small and fast and kind of annoying. Then later, the uh, Snarf showed up. Who was like Snarf was the equivalent of like when a TV show adds a kid, mm-hmm. like a really cute kid, but is kind of annoying. Snarf was that he had like an annoying voice, and he was always getting into hijinks and making mistakes. He was like legitimately Gilligan, right? <laughs> but yeah, it was kind of like the the show was kind of dark and scary. So like, like the Mumra was kind of like like he when he would like go from a mummy into like this bit, like it was kind of like intense looking, and he had like henchmen, and they were always just fighting each other. But it, in retrospect, it was the most ridiculous kind of premise. Yeah, I never. It was. It would come on like the reruns. Obviously, would come on, and yeah. I like never could because it would just be a random episode, and then I'd watch like a few minutes of it, and I'd go, "Wait, what?" And then that would be it, and then I would just like switch to to something else, like my next cartoon. But we had the toys. That was another thing: is you could buy the toys, right? Yeah, yeah. And Panthro was like this super cool looking muscular ninja. And so the toys just made you want to watch the cartoon. It was part of that. There was a time when, like, toys got muscular. <laughs> so, right. like, you had He-Man, She-Ra, you had, uh, and Thundercats. And toys were just kind of gotten, they got better compared to what they were. Yeah. And all of a sudden, these toys could move around a lot and were muscular. So it was pretty sweet. Um, I watched instead of that, because I feel like these were on at the same time or maybe the same channel or whatever. But I watched the Smurfs a lot. Good cartoon. Yeah. And there were a bunch. 
good. And they were all kind of based off the. What were their conflicts? They well, they were all like, uh, well, they had that villain Gargamel. Yeah, um, and that was one of the best intros to a cartoon. It would just lay out exactly what you had, and then they had the evil, yeah, evil guy at the end. You're like, you basically just described the show to me mm-hmm. every single time before I watched it. Um, but it was just another fun, like I'm in another world cartoon. What was Gargamel's problem? <laughs> like, was he trying to like eat I them? I don't remember. I honestly don't remember because it was just one of those shows that you just like watched. He was the sworn enemy of the Smurfs. He's an evil wizard with limited powers. He's obsessed with the Smurfs and his main goal. Uh, oh, yeah. He's trying to eat them, trying to capture them for use in a potion to make gold. <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember. I was like, no one's ever hated a bunch of innocent little blue animals. One girl or whatever they are. Uh, Smurfette was pretty hot. But only one woman. Yeah. Like, what an odd... Wasn't there an old woman Smurf or no? I don't know. I only remember Smurfette, and I remember there was one with glasses, like the smart, nerdy one. Yeah, Vanity Smurf was pretty funny. Oh, Vanity Smurf. Yeah. <laughs> they just took, like, the Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs yeah. thing, and then just came up with, like, 35 different, like... That we have sloppy Smurf and Harmony Smurf <laughs> and paint. We need shit painted. The painter Smurf, improv Smurf, <laughs> yeah, poet Smurf, <laughs> mechanic Smurf. No, we don't have vehicles. <laughs> yeah, slouchy Smurf. <laughs> yeah, can you name some more? Uh, Grandpa Smurf. Oh, I loved him. Yeah, Grandpa Smurf was cool. Didn't he die in one of them? No, I remember there way. being a sad one where one of them died. I didn't. Grandpa Smurf have like a cool workshop. <laughs> I think so. He doesn't appear in the original comics. Uh, he's the oldest of all the Smurfs. Returned to Smurf Village after a 500-year absence. That's a pretty old Smurf. Slightly bent over with a cane. Da 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 da. Uh, doesn't say whether he died. Don't you mean that's a pretty Smurfy Smurf? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clockwork Smurf. That's your Smurf. <laughs> yeah. He makes. Uh, he's a wooden robot who was built by Handy Smurf. Um, I thought he made clocks. That's why I thought he was, I assigned him to you. Oh, there's Clockwork Smurfette. But okay. she's not a real one. She's a wooden robot. Right. Uh, Dabbler Smurf. Is that a non-committal Smurf? He's like, yeah, I'm into it for a little bit, but I don't know. <laughs> um, he's constantly tormented by an inherent sadness, which stems from his ability, inability of his friends and family to understand him. <laughs> Maybe that's because you're dabbling all the time, dude. Commit to something. <laughs> Get an identity going. Don't be the guy that's like, yeah, he's sort of into all this, and then he just disappears for a while. <laughs> Dabbler funny. becomes Dr. Smurf when Papa Smurf leaves the village to visit somewhere. Omnibus. Omnibus. Um, Dopey Smurf. That was a good one. Ah, uh, yeah. He dopey. was pretty cool. He was so fucking stupid. Yeah. Enamored Smurf. <laughs> That's not real. I swear to God, it's real. <laughs> He's been in love with Smurfette ever since her oh, arrival. Yeah. Dreams about her, carves her name in trees. And pulls the petals off daisies, reciting, she loves me, she loves me not. When she loves him not, he cries all night. (laughs) How great is that? Who? Okay. King Smurf. Which one was the one with the glasses? Does he have pictures? That had to be the scientist Smurf. Okay. Uh, No, there's no... There are so many. Yeah, well, it was full. It was packed. The the world was packed. Yeah. There were so many little houses. 200 and something episodes, so they had to probably just keep coming. Nobody Smurf. Is a real character. Why? A Smurf who always seems to get overlooked. <laughs> P- <laughs> push over Smurf. 
Crazy Smurf. Narrator Smurf. I'm just picturing the writer's room, just like five angry old men like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. What other types of people could there be? Get the thesaurus. Yeah. Clueless Smurf. Party Planner Smurf. Party Planner Smurf. Hackus Smurf? I remember the keychains. For a while, lots of people had like those Smurf uh, keychains. Yeah. Smurfs were... Dude, that was a fucking good cartoon. You know who everyone got along with was complimentary Smurf. <laughs> when I bought my house, the roof was like really big in comparison to the house, and it looked like a Smurf house. Yeah. And I was like, cool. Oh, you know what it was? The one with the glasses? Obviously. Brainy Smurf. Brainy Smurf. Yeah. He was my dude. Yeah. Because he I reminded like me of Simon Smurf. from Chipmunk, the Chipmunks. Yeah. Grouchy Smurf was funny. He was good. Clumsy Smurf was funny. He's the Pratfall Smurf. Wasn't there like a purple one at one point? I don't remember. But the hats were easy to draw. Yeah. Ah, the Smurfs were good, man. Yeah, it was a it was a really weird, interesting show. It's another one where I watched as a little kid because it was just easy to watch. Yeah. I mean, they're literally handing you the character. Like, this guy's sloppy. He's a Smurf. That guy's a painter. <laughs> he's a Smurf. Yeah. Um, But it was just easy to watch, and you were like, they're just a bunch of weird blue little things. Yeah. And it came from Belgium. Who the fuck knows what's going on what? with those people? Yeah. They invented it? Yeah, it's a comic series that was invented by them, I guess. Uh, it's an American-Belgian animated fantasy comedy television series that aired from September 81 to December 89. See, I think that's where, and this is an offshoot. This is one of my favorites, but I did love it, is where Disney decided to do the Gummy Bears. Oh, yeah. The I Gummy Bears is an animated television series that first aired in the United States from 85 to 91. Uh-huh. series was uh it was disney eisner came up with it uh i loved it they lived and they're a fictional group of anthropomorphic bears all right who have a long and rich history and are relatively unknown to the humans of the world who believe that they are legends and fairy tales in, in series continuity it is said that in ancient times about 500 years prior to the events of the series the great gummies and humans lived peacefully together side by side but for reasons left undetailed it is suggested in the episode Light Makes Right, and Knights of the Gummadoon, that the more malevolent humans crave the magical and mechanical advancements of the gummy bears and threaten them with war and possible genocide. Jesus. Jesus. These are fucking gummy bears? The gummies were forced to flee and sail across the sea to find a new home. The ancient great gummies left behind small, scattered populations of bears to watch over the gummy cities and warren such... As the main group of ser- of the series, the Gummy Glen Gummies, to await the time when Jeez. humans and gummies could peacefully coexist so they could then summon the great gummies to return home. It was Funny. dope. They lived in trees and roots, and they had the special gummy bear juice that made it so they could bounce super high, and it was the best. That's funny. And there was a sweet song that went, Gummy bears <laughs> bouncing here and there and that everywhere. That is such a weird... They're like, just let's turn this candy into a cartoon now. That's Well, that's how... Um, he-man started it was a toy before it was a cartoon it was just a toy it was a toy and they the toys weren't doing well so they were like well maybe we should but make at least a cartoon. It, like a toy lends itself to like imagination yeah like gummy bears are literally just candy they were so popular though yeah but they the it's so weird uh, they came out with the uh, i mean i guess they turned m&ms into a cartoon didn't they, they did. well yeah. They turned him into spokespeople, but yeah. I thought there was an M&M's cartoon. The thing with He-Man and G.I. Joe is you're not allowed to make... There's some sort of FCC law or like it's a law. You're not allowed to make a television show for the sole purpose of advertising a product with, right. unless it's uh, technically a learning show. So that's why G.I. Joe and He-Man at the end had like those little like learning things. Yeah, the morals. Like, Do you remember Pete Carboni's joke about G.I. Joe? No. Oh, dude, it was the best. It was... And this is not... 
my joke. I'm saying this now. It's right. the a, uh, a friend of ours, a comic, used to do stand up named Pete Carboni, had this hilarious joke about GI Joe, where he was like, "It's one. It was one of my favorite cartoons." But what never made sense is that at the end they would always have this seemingly unrelated moral to the story. So it would just be like 22 minutes of just like gun violence and like you know and yeah. all this stuff and like battling and then at one point one of the main characters would lean down to a kid and go now timmy remember to always wear a helmet when you're riding your bicycle yeah after 22 minutes of just carnage yeah and he would go uh always wear a helmet when you're riding your bicycle Be- and and because knowing is half the battle now you know and knowing is half the battle and the other half is senseless violence and destruction. <laughs> you can really hear Carbone. Yeah. Senseless and violence other and destruction. Is senseless violence and destruction. But at the end of He-Man, they would do the same thing. But I remember an episode of He-Man is how I know that if you're in the desert and you don't have water, you can hack a cactus open and at the bottom there is water. Yeah. <laughs> I think He-Man would say, and that's one to grow on? Maybe. Oh, uh, maybe. Yeah, that came from somewhere. But they had to say that. They had to make those. There was like a port, a portion at the end of every episode, like legally had to have that. Right. Yeah. That's funny. But yeah, yeah there were always unrelated things. Those were shows that existed to sell the toys. Oh, for I don't sure. know if Thundercats was toy first or toy second, but it felt it's the same thing. Gummy Bears was dope. You know what I watch? And this was like a. I don't even know why. Maybe there just wasn't a lot of good shit on at the time, but I just watched it and didn't like it, and then eventually just kept watching it. Was Captain Planet and Never the Planeteers? That one was, and it reminded me of it because of this: how there had to be a moral to help people. Yeah. This was a show that was essentially like pushing environmentalism yeah. on kids. Yeah. So it was essentially Captain Planet, and then these like five like really nerdy like kids that were like i'm into recycling a multi-ethnic group of kids right they had these rings and when they're when our powers combine they put all the rings together and when our powers combine we form captain planet and then he would appear and then save the river from being polluted or some shit yeah (laughs) that was like every episode stupid there was some villain but it wasn't like the worst like a whole show with just the wonder twins right but um, but yeah, I watched that show all the fucking time. Yeah. Um, my next one is uh, Garfield and Friends. Garfield was a good one. Fuck Garfield! If you Garfield was like the first cartoon where the like the 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 hero Garfield was just super tired. <laughs> yeah. He was just really lazy and over it. Yeah. And just was like, whatever, man. Ate lasagna like a motherfucker. Mondays, going yeah. back to bed, this sucks. Right. He was just like a mopey-ass cat who could give a fuck and his eyes were always half open. Yeah. And I really liked him. And he was like funny. But he was a different kind of funny. He wasn't like normal like Scooby-Doo fall over funny or like like Looney Tunes funny. He was like glib. Yeah. <laughs> he was the first like mopey comedian I'd ever seen. He was like, you know, Jeffrey Wright. <laughs> right. Yeah, it was cool to be lazy and not give a shit. Yeah, because I was a really lazy kid who wanted to sleep all the time. Yeah. And I was like, hell yeah, let's go back to bed, eat pizza. Remember how fucking insane, like how everything changed for me with cartoons when I first saw Ren and Stimpy. 
I, I, I knew that we were going to get to the point where you brought up like MTV and like those cartoons. Yeah, that was, was Nickelodeon. A, there was a period in my life where cable, my parents took cable TV away. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know if it's because of something I did. I don't know if it's because we couldn't afford it anymore. Uh-huh. But cable TV went away. So it went away like right as Ren and Stimpy was happening. Right. So I only saw Ren and Stimpy at like my friend's house for yeah. like a second. And they saw it all the time. Right. So I only saw it like in brief cuts, but I remember being like, oh my God, this is like. That shows. Crazy. It was so cool. Powder yeah. Toast Man was yeah, one the of the whole, best characters. Like, the log song. Yeah. And the close up, you would just love the animation. The close ups of soap and like the tongues and stuff. Yeah, and all the infections and oh. like. I mean, they were so amazingly yeah. done. It was just such a dark, weird, like spellbinding show. You were just like, what? is happening whose yeah. mind did this come out of and there now there's cartoons like that all over the place you just turn on adult swim that and, dude was first though oh yeah yeah but back then you were like there's nothing like this and i think the story is that the guy who made it <clears throat> made like the first season or maybe the first two and then he got like fired or oh. he left over like creative differences or some shit mm, and so know. like the remaining season and he went on to like do other super weird shit right but yeah, those those cartoons were so weird. It was that one, uh, Rugrats and Doug were the first like. I never saw it. <clears throat> yeah, I didn't really like Rugrats and Doug too much. Doug, I watched a little more, but I was like, eh. Dude, Stimpy was always so mad at Ren. It was always, the other no, way Ren, Ren was always Sorry, mad at Stimpy. Yeah, Ren was always so yeah. mad at Stimpy. Stimpy was so funny. Yeah. How dumb he was. That, all through our teen years, we, whenever somebody would do something stupid, we'd go, you idiot. Stimpy, you idiot. Yeah. Stimpy. You'd say it with that, you idiot. Ren. And that's when you knew your friend about... watched Ren and Stimpy, when they would say it like They that. had those fucking shirts that were great. Yeah. I have one. Oh, really? Yeah. I have an old vintage oh. Ren and Stimpy shirt that I found at the the place that was over on Vermont Pop Killer that closed. Okay. Yeah. Walked in there randomly one day. I would go in every couple weeks just to look. And I was flipping through shirts, and I was like, get the fuck out of here. That's an old school Ren and Simpy shirt. It's a hot find, dude. 20 bucks. Hot find. I'm like, hand it the fuck over. Put that away. That's a hot find. Uh, yeah, I asked her. I was like, how long has this been here? She's like, only a couple days. I'm like, it's not here anymore because it's in my yeah. life. It's Ren in and my Stimpy life. Ren and was so good. <laughs> and But again, Beavis and Butthead was like, you know, oh, earth yeah. shattering. Yeah, that was like. But if I you never were, saw it. What? I saw I would see it at my friend. I didn't have MTV. So uh, it was a thing I heard my friend. Steve Howie would just be talking MTV about it. MTV wasn't cable, though, for a while. It was Channel 12. No, it was still cable at my house. No, I, have, we didn't have cable until I was like, I don't know, 14, MTV 15. went away at my house, and I didn't know what Ren and Stimpy was in junior high. And man, or whenever it came out, it might have been early high school, like ninth grade. Right. But I remember Steve talking to me about it, and I didn't know what the fuck. Oh. Anyone was saying until I maybe watched it at my friend Joey Gabber's house. But by then, everyone else had been watching it forever. Yeah. That I was kind of left out on that one. I felt really dumb. That show fucking blew everything apart. It was so weird. You just, you had to watch it all the time. It has one of the, fu- the episodes I've seen, it has one of the funniest moments where Jane's addiction's <laughs> on and, you know, but it just goes, nah, I'll be damned. Dave Navarro. 
Yeah. Just for, for no reason. <laughs> it was so good. And I remember being like, it doesn't, it's not explained. It, you can't tell if he doesn't like him or likes him. Yeah. And I I used to say it, me and my friend Joe would say it all the time. Because it was just the weirdest yeah. thing to yeah, us. Dave Navarro, I'll be damned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Beavis was one of the best characters. I mean, that show just defined the apathetic 90s teenager. You can kind of say, this is going to sound bold, Beavis and Butthead is cartoon Nirvana. Oh, yeah, yeah. Completely changed comedy. What what dudes were... Because before, when you thought of a dude, you thought of like Spicoli from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Right. Whereas Beavis and Butthead were a new kind of dude. Right. New kind of like dumb white guy. <laughs> right. They were into metal. It was about like starting fires. They were that like... Yeah. Live in the middle of nowhere, Fire. Texas. Weird, let's blow something up. We are poor, and no one cares about us. You never saw their parents. Yeah. Like, it was just like, these were latchkey kids. There was just strong characters. Too. Everyone was like a Beavis or a Butthead guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, you always... I remember one of my friends was like, Butthead all the way. I'm like, dude, Beavis is so much funnier and cooler. He's like, yeah, but he's an idiot, and Butthead's... All. I'm like, I don't care. Butthead is just, like, more uptight, and yeah. he, always, he bothered me more. Beavis was so funny. Yeah. When you would get like jacked up on caffeine and oh, drink soda, <laughs> and then Butthead would have to hit him. Yeah, it was violent. It was stupid. It was funny, but it just defined the '90s teenager. When they're when they're singing along with uh, the Talking Head songs, and you may ask yourself, "Was one of yeah. the best?" Yeah, things. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, that show that's worth that's one of those ones that's worth going back to watch if you never saw it as a kid. Yeah, it's too good. It was Even so King good. of the Hill is brilliant. King of the Hill is yeah, that was like kind of. See, underrated. but those aren't cartoons in the same way. Those are shows. Those yeah, are like animated the Simpsons. Shows. Yeah, yeah. I, which I'm not even going to mention no, on yeah, this because not. it's like, wait, isn't that one other one you didn't see a lot of? I haven't seen a lot of Simpsons at all. That's insane to me. I don't know why exactly, but I watched them when it started on Tracy Ullman show. I probably watched like the first season. Doesn't even count. Second season. And then after that, I'm not sure why. I just, like, didn't. That wasn't even, like, that's not even considered The Simpsons when it was on that. Right. Uh, don't people think the first, like, two seasons were, like, shockingly brilliant or something? No, they're, I mean, they were fine, but it didn't really come into its own until, like, season two or three. Okay. And then all the way through seasons seven and eight. I mean, genius yeah. I mean, I remember episodes, you know, Lisa goes to Washington and, right, and yeah. you know, one's like, I mean, one of the best memes in the world is the one of Mr. Burns getting his mugshot photographed and it knocks him <laughs> over. The flash knocks him over. The flash bulb knocking Mr. Burns yeah, over. I don't know genius. what genius came up with that. Yeah. It's one of the funniest things ever done in any medium. Yeah. It's the notion so that he's great. so thin. He's so a weak. Flash bulb <laughs> knocks him over him like a, a gunshot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that show and there are a million jokes like that yeah. in that show. It's just so funny. Yeah. It's what's great about it is it's like made for kids, but it's also for adults. It's it's both at the same time and it's just Fucking, it's amazing. When it first came out, I was super into it. I had a Bartman T-shirt. I had a giant Bartman yeah. button. Yeah. But then I don't, I don't know. I must have. I don't know what happened. I, I don't remember what I was watching on TV in high school. I think I didn't watch TV during the. I don't know what happened. I don't even remember what else could have been on. 
back because it was just like yeah. it was like the Simpsons. Well, and I Married really with loved Married with Children. Yeah, they were on back to back. Yeah, or not back to back. It was Simpsons something else then Married because Married with Children was on at nine. I Simpsons was eight. Loved Married with Children. That was a great one. That was a great, great show. Those two shows I wasn't allowed to watch when I was a kid for a little while because my parents thought they were like they were they were fucking with your head and they were making there was you, porn stars on 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 Married with Children. Oh really? Yeah. Remember that. Like they put scandalous shit on Mary with Children every yeah. once in a while. Yeah, because it was just like a dysfunctional family, and Bart was a dysfunctional kid. So the Simpsons was considered like, ah, oh, they're going to give you bad ideas. I'm like, no, they're not. Yeah. And then of course I was like, where do I get a slingshot? <laughs> 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 right away. Yeah. Um. But fuck, Beavis and Butthead was. Yeah, you can't it's really. Brilliant. It's it's to say like it's one of those things when you say it's brilliant, you sound silly. But yeah, but it genuinely was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Ren and Stimpy was one of my one of my favorites. That was a great one. Um, Ren was hard to draw for me. He's a weird looking guy. <laughs> Whereas Stimpy, very easy to draw. Yeah. Um, fuck, Ren and Stimpy was so good. Really was. Those are all the ones I I I made note of. Um, you know what I like? I got into the afternoon cartoons like when when you got home from school like in the early maybe kind of like mid-ish 90s yeah um batman the animated series great beautiful fucking awesome all done on black paper it was like a weird reinvention of did you watch gargoyles a little bit but i don't really remember it that batman was great yeah it was awesome and what's his name uh mark hamill voiced the joker yep in that show which i didn't know until Probably a few seasons in, I was like, the fucking dude from Star Wars? When I was like, I couldn't even put those two together. That was kind of the second act of his career was he's a big voice animated voiceover guy. Yeah. But yeah, that was a great show. I, I always love watching that. Also, I didn't say these because I figured they were going to be your main one was Animaniacs, duh. Oh, Animaniacs is fucking fantastic. The episode with They Might Be Giants, that's how cool they were. Yeah. And they also were known for getting dirty, slipping dirty jokes yeah into the uh into the show and they're also just like these horny little kid the hello nurse thing they'd always do yeah and the nurse was so hot um but there was this prince joke um that they well i'll read the i'll read the thing because we can't really play it um yakko directs dot to dust for prince and misunderstanding the direction dot returns uh dot was the only female character of the three um dot returns carrying the singer prince yeah I found Prince, she exclaims. Yako <laughs> replies, no, 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 fingerprints. Hearing the word finger followed by Prince catalyzes one of the most leery greens an animated version of Prince could offer, leading Dot to chuckle him out a window. Yeah. I mean, but when you're a kid... That's insanity. You don't notice that's happening. But then you're like, that's a fucking hardcore Did he belch? Innuendo. What was the episode where he Bell, he burped like all the state was it all the state capitals yeah they would have these like weird interstitials where they would go and now yeah you know wacko or yakko one of them was just burped all every state or state capital or something like that. so they have these weird like uh informational educational things done in weird ways like that on so many levels that show was such a great cartoon my high school girlfriend could do that no melinda uh-huh Got Animaniacs like fabric and made me a shirt. What? Where is it now? I don't know, man. Call her. 
<laughs> no, I. It was like you know. Hi, we haven't talked in twenty years. It was like a collared Hawaiian. It looked like a Hawaiian shirt, but it was the Animaniacs. Because I had, wow. I had a bunch of Animaniacs stuff in my room. Uh-huh. Like I don't know. They were like I had. Oh, you know what my mom got me? Animaniacs placemats. So it was their heads, but like wow. you know vinyl. Yeah, I really liked them. Yeah, and they birthed uh, Pinky and the Brain. Great cartoon. One is a genius. The other's insane. Mm-hmm. One of the best cartoons. Great cartoon. Uh, love that one. But yeah, anime, and it's on Amazon Prime right now, you guys. If you have Amazon Prime, you can watch all the streaming video you want. And Animaniacs is fucking on there. I may have gotten confused and said They Might Be Giants was Animaniacs, but it might have been Tiny Toons. Maybe. I mean, I don't know because I don't remember either way. I loved Tiny Toons, too. Tiny Toons was good. The Elmira character was hilarious. But that one, Animaniacs, I think, was one of the first cartoons where I was just like, this is just clever mm-hmm. and kind of edgy-ish, but not in that way where it's being intentional. But it was just like smart, yeah. but still a cartoon in a different way than The Simpsons, you know, because The Simpsons was like a family sitcom. Yeah. But this was just like, here's a bunch of funny dudes just like cramming smart, clever shit into these cartoons. I couldn't get enough of that show. I mean, is there a way to watch The Simpsons? You can't binge watch. Is, are they on like Hulu or Netflix? They're not, right? No, I have a few seasons on DVD <laughs> if you want to that, borrow. That's what I always... I remember after a while, I was like, the Simpsons DVD set could cost $1,000. <laughs> yeah, there's so many. <laughs> They're like all 700 episodes. But I I mean, I just got seasons, I think, I think one through six, but minus season five. Didn't but every, didn't FX do every episode in a row? Yeah, last Someone year. did a marathon. Yeah, they did a lot. That was cool. Um, but yeah, I went to, because I was like, oh, I bet these days the DVDs would be dirt cheap. So I went to like Amoeba where they have the new and used. Uh-huh. And then I think I got them all for under 20 a piece. Or huh. Certain seasons are more expensive because they're more popular. But seasons right. one and two were, I think, $12 or some shit. Okay. And then four, four f- and six, I think, were probably in the 20s. Because those are just packed with a lot of the most popular episodes. The famous ones, the Conan O'Brien ones. Yeah, the, a lot of the ones he did. Yeah. Like the ones where where Homer went to the all-you-can-eat uh, seafood place and they kicked him out. Oh, yeah. And then he sued. <laughs> and then Lionel Hutz, one of the best characters, it was defending them. And he goes, uh, he goes, my client goes, um, uh, my client was denied all the food he could eat. He's like, Mrs. Simpson. And he would ask her to like defend. Uh, she was on the, on the stand. And he goes, uh, tell me what you and your husband did after you were kicked out of this restaurant. She goes, we drove around all night looking for all you can eat seafood places. Did you find one? No. And what did you do when you couldn't find one? We went fishing. <laughs> She's like crying. And then he turns to the judge. He goes, Your Honor, does that sound like the testimony of a man who had all he could eat? <laughs> it's genius. It's just so funny. We went fishing. It's you, such a great... I mean, God, that show is the I've best. I've told you, every time I'm at Fox, there's a, a, there's a restroom adjacent to the Simpsons writer's room that is impeccably clean yeah so i use that one and then i always peek in the window and i see 10 to 12 silent men right 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 looking incredibly miserable <laughs> right because the the notion of having to write for the simpsons sounds horrific yeah <laughs> i mean fuck was it so good then? i mean we're pretty lucky generationally that cartoon wise yeah we had i mean they probably are now too the kids now they have spongebob is good 
they have so much of they have like you know little kid cartoons and like kind of preteen teenagers and then like yeah. late teen adult like adult swim and all the stuff that's going on now it's like yeah. there are so many yeah and you can see most of all the old stuff i always yeah. love those wi- the weird ones like there were these weird Disney cartoons that like uh, Jiminy Cricket was like the host of, and they were about like science. There were always there were also these one, great ones where like Mickey and Goofy went on vacation, and they had like a trailer. Uh, those were really good. I liked those. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? They made a cartoon out of that. I never that watched was, a single episode. That was like an informative one. Yeah. No. Um, one of my favorites too. Another afternoon one was uh, X Men, the animated series. Okay, I was going to bring that up. Awesome. This is that show came out. I w- thought I was going to think it was the best thing ever. Yeah, but th- that was but the exact was. same time I was <laughs> buying every X Men comic and copying all the drawings. Right at that time, Jim Lee was the cover artist and did the insides. One of the best comic book artists ever. Yeah, I was so disappointed. Because I didn't understand animation. and uh-huh. But in watching X-Men, I was like, oh, because you have to make them move, the drawings aren't as sweet as the comic books. Right, that makes sense. And so I would watch it and be like, I don't yeah. like this. Yeah, they fucked this up. It just didn't look cool in this whatever. And again, the only reason I liked comic books was how they looked. I barely read them. Like, I read them, but like I never yeah. remembered anything. I wasn't super invested. And so the X-Men cartoon, bought, like I didn't like it because it didn't look good enough. But yeah. I, that's why I liked the Batman cartoon at that time because it looked really good. That one did look. It was just so dark and like it was great. But yeah, X Men did not look great. But it, I always loved the superhero thing and the different characters. And that one just had had them all. Another yeah. one, the scientist Beast was the uh, yep. the scientist character. But Wolverine was fucking amazing on that. Don't talk to me about Wolverine. Um, I have no idea. And <laughs> Gambit was a cool one too. On that. Don't talk to me about Gambit. I hated Cyclops. Really? He was always so annoying. Yeah, he's kind of like a pretty boy. Um, yeah, he bugged me. Storm, I never was too impressed with her. I'm yeah, like, her I get p- it. You can make the fucking her weather. Her power change. was kind of vague. You know, it was, it was like not really vague. Wind. It's like, but, but it wasn't that cool. They just didn't do. I mean, if you could control the goddamn weather, you think that there'd be way more cool shit going on. With yeah, that. Yeah, and also once you have like, Wolver- oh, it's raining now. Once you had Wolverine there, it was like, I mean. He was so much cooler. Wolverine was pretty awesome, but I didn't like the outfit they put him in. It wasn't my good. It wasn't my favorite Wolverine outfit. Right. I like the burgundy Wolverine outfit, not the blue and yellow. You know, another cartoon I want to find because I remember watching it, but I don't remember a lot of it. But I remember loving it. Was Ah Real Monsters? Do you remember that? No, I don't. I've never oh, even heard dude, that. Dude, that was a great one. It was just they they like lived in I think a trash heap or something or like a <laughs> dump. I don't remember, but they had the weird. One of the characters was like these. Looks like this big lump of skin, and he held his eyes like above his head. Oh no, I remember the toy. Oh wait a minute, were they Nickelodeon? They were Nickelodeon, yeah. Because I remember there was that building on Highland that had them all painted on the side. Okay, yeah, yeah. There it was a production company called Klasky Shupo. My friend Max, I went to school with, worked there. Yeah, and they had them all next to that little red schoolhouse on 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 Highland or whatever. Um, I'm look. I gotta look up where they lived. Gummy bears. I would I would be into watching. I'm trying to think of which ones I'd want to watch again. I think I would be down to watch the Smurfs right now. Uh-huh. Gummy Bears. Yeah, they did Garfield. live under a city dump. That's right. They were. The show focuses on three young monsters: Ickis, Oblina, and Crumb. Crumb great. was funny. That's great. Uh, who attended a school for monsters under a city dumped and learned to frighten humans? <laughs> How great of a premise is that? That's that sounds like Monsters Inc. 
Yeah, many of the episodes revolve around them making it to the surface in order to perform scares as class assignments. That is a rip Monsters Inc. stole their idea from that cartoon. I believe so. They go to scare they learn they go to college to learn how to scare people. Yeah. I don't know how they got away with that. Huh. Uh that's weird. Yeah. Because I've never seen Monsters Inc. or anything. It's really good. Any of those. But yeah, Our Real Monsters was really cool. I remember thinking, like, this is the weirdest fucking coolest show. Yeah, that um, Nickelodeon style changed a lot. Yeah, they were like they changed that, animation forever. The animation block they used to have was like the original like Adult Swim. Yeah. Uh, also the 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 MTV version where they had Beavis and ButtHead and uh, um, oh man, I'm putting Daria. Daria. And what was the Daria uh, only Eon la- Flux? Do you remember that oh, show? Yeah, I would stay up late waiting Dude. for Eon Flux. Was so I never understood what was going she on. She was hot too. That girl. Super hot. Yeah. The drawings were really rad. But then it was like someone was always licking someone's eyeball. Yeah, it was really weird. It was really weird. Uh, but it was fucking great. Well, the, for a while in L.A., they had this thing called Mike and Ike's Animation Festival. Mm-hmm. And it was this. You, it was every once in a while, and you'd go to it. was like four hours of shorts. Right. Or like an hour or two of shorts. And that's where I think like Beavis and Butthead came from. Or they you saw that's where things like started. Right. And Aeon Flux you'd they would they would show those there. It was always like this cool underground thing you would go to. Uh what's it called? A couple honorable mentions. Uh Darkwing Duck was pretty cool. Not Great the show. coolest, but it was cool. Still good. Uh and then what's it called? DuckTales. DuckTales great. Woo. I think it deserves more than honorable mention. It was great. It, it was Scrooge. great. But we just got into all this other stuff. But yeah, the beginning where he's sliding down yep. the Tailspin was good. Yeah, sliding down the he had the giant vault of money. Yeah. And so he would start his day. That Disney block was pretty high quality. Yeah. There was some great shit. Uh, but yeah, DuckTales was funny. Uh, man, they did such a good job with those theme songs. They just get stuck in your fucking head yeah. to, to where you remember them now. It's yeah. really weird. But I mean, we could do this forever. There were so many good cartoons. Darkwing Duck and DuckTales is what I would watch after school. Like, I don't know what year it would be, but I would walk home and that was always on. Yeah. It's funny, mine were more 90s, yours were more 80s. And it, well, there's only like six, however many years difference. But that's six years, though. You know, if you're three, you're not watching cartoons, nor yeah. are you remembering them. But and if you're like eight or nine. once I hit like 13 and 14, I stopped. Right. For the most part, I think. Yeah, I just watched them in the afternoon. Because then. then at that point, like Yo! MTV Raps was on in the afternoon. Or like, you know, vid- like music videos were still a thing. Yeah, I just jumped back and forth. I would go Batman... And then when that went to commercial, what's on MTV? I watched a lot of that Batman. That was really good. Yeah. But yeah, all those other ones were on during that. Yeah. Animaniacs even. Yeah, I mean, I watched tons of Animaniacs. That would have been in high school, actually. But yeah, how fucking great was that? Yeah, I, I mean, and a lot of them are kind of coming back. They're resurfacing on places like Amazon and Netflix. I hope so. Um, but yeah, I'm so glad they re- they re- they put Animaniacs back up because I literally for years was looking for that, and then I mean, I, you know, going to buy the DVD sets are like expensive, so I'm like, it's got to be eventually on here to stream somewhere, and now it's been up there for a little while. Hopefully, they leave it up there. Right. Um. Yeah, I mean, I think that's it. Those are the big ones that I watched. Yeah, those are all good. Email us. Your favorite cartoons. Um, yeah, what did we miss? I mean, we probably missed. Uh, there's, I mean, there's a lot. 
So, yeah. and we can't do this for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, now I want to rewatch some of those. You got to watch more of The Simpsons and Simpsons and Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, yeah. At some point after I became a stand-up, I got worried about watching The Simpsons for accidental, like, subconscious joke theft. Right. Because there's so many good premises in there that are, like... I would watch them, and a couple years later, I'd be like, wouldn't it be funny if this... Yeah. I remember early on, Ari, like... I he used to do that all the time. I forgot where he said. He goes, uh, just so you know, every one of my jokes is stolen from The Simpsons. <laughs> all right. Because like, he, he goes, what about this? And someone would go, that was from The Simpsons. You go, oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> just come up with something else. But South Park did an episode on the whole premise was the Simpsons did it first. Yeah, because they were getting shit because they're like that's similar to a Simpsons episode. So then they did an episode called the Simpsons did it first. Yeah, that was a good one early on too. South Park. South Park also did like a thing where they made fun of Family Guy about ripping off the Simpsons. That was really good. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. South Park was pretty like uh, groundbreaking in ways, but I didn't really. I watched a lot of early South Park. The first, you know, the season uh, up until they did that thing with Terrence and Philip, like the oh, big yeah, hoax. Yeah. I watched like a lot of those. Yeah, I never really missed it because that th- shit was crazy at the time. It really was. I think I stopped watching South Park after the movie, which was great. But then yeah. I just, I mean, age too. I was just like, I'm not watching a lot of TV. Yeah. I don't really like. I got other shit to do now. Um, but yeah. yeah, that was a good. I mean, there's just there's a million cartoons. Uh, but those ones as a kid like really fucking changed everything. Yeah. Yep, yep. I think that's it. Yep, that's it, you guys. Another trip down nostalgia hole. You nerds. <laughs> you nerds. Uh, yeah, tell us what we missed because I'm sure we have. I know there were other weird, obscure ones. Like Aw Real Monsters, shows like that. Like tell us if we missed any of those yeah. and where they're available to watch because I want to like – I want to just watch some of them just to like – uh, get my brain. I mean, going. there's a lot of stuff on YouTube. I found like gummy bears and Scooby Doo and yeah. Garfield and stuff. Yeah. So, all right, there you have it. Bye. Um, bye.